This is the Zach Ansbury Channel. Welcome. Today's podcast clip comes from an interview with Professor Scott Coslow from Macquarie University. We'll hear them often talk about, say, speaking in French, and they'll go on and on, and then they'll say, marketing, and it's almost in an American accent. <laughs> and it's like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, because it is such an American kind of concept, yeah. and it's one of the fields on which the Americans have dominated across the planet. And, I mean, now there's plenty of, of folks who are not born in the U.S. who do marketing, and it's internationalized quite well. Mm. But the perspectives are still incredibly American, or at least I should say associated with America, even though I still think the, the ideas come from, from elsewhere. But uh, the Americans were the big disseminators of, of what we pedagogically call marketing today. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that would probably be um, what most people would think as well with you know the, the spread of television shows like Mad Men mm-hmm. or um, from an academic perspective like the Journal of Consumer Research or the Journal mm-hmm. of Marketing, those sort of old, sort of more prestigious journals, uh, mm-hmm. American in origin. Um, I suppose at the, uh, at the Ehrenberg Bass Institute, we kind of see the concepts of um, the patterns that we look for in consumer behaviour as, mm-hmm. as applying in multiple different situations. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately what we end up doing. Like we, we're not looking at just one brand for one category in, in one particular country and think, um, great, that's mm-hmm. how consumer behaviour works. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we're looking at all of those brands with multiple different categories. Mm-hmm. And if it applies in Australia, then we'll say, well, can we find the same thing in America? Can we find the same thing in different parts of Europe? Does it apply in developing countries as well throughout um Asia, and then we sort of know that there's this real reflection on how consumers behave, and mm-hmm. that's why I think it's really interesting that you have this perspective as well that um, the difference between how academia works in, in the US and, and Australia is is less different than people may perceive, I suppose. Oh yeah, I, th- look, I, I've long been an advocate for standardized kinds of. of marketing practices and standardized advertising. I mean, certainly there's a level at which you have to localize ads, use local actors, local accents, and and things like that. But, you know, if it's a really a good strategy in the U.S. and you're facing a very similar environment in Australia, Mm. you can use and should use the same strategy. But there is a tendency that you find um, the local managers sort of their their, uh, reason for existence is somehow or another saying that their market is different. So you have brand managers who will advocate, we, oh, our, our market's different, our market's unique. Well, it might be that the brand faces a unique environment because there's a unique set of competitors and, mm-hmm. and the positioning of the brand is different in various countries. This might be the case, but in m- many cases, it's, it's not at all like this. Yeah. It's, it, there's a great deal of homogeneity. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we used to find that more so than we are now, but I think certainly within the last sort of five years or so, there was um, organisations that would come to us who, who were sponsors and, and even some who weren't. And their question would be, yeah, that's great. You're like a pattern such as like Double Jeopardy. You may mm-hmm. find it holding for uh, consumer good categories, you know, ones you typically find in a supermarket, but... Um, that won't apply for our brands and that definitely doesn't apply for our category and our response has always been well let's have a look at the data then yeah <laughs> and then you show that it does and then we show that it does and um yeah that we can actually provide them with some quite valuable insights i suppose yeah um so you've uh 
sort of, you know, you're, you know, a professor at Macquarie University. Um, but I think one of the sort of key things that um, I'd like to know is academia is quite a unique field in terms of it's probably not one that people grow up thinking that they'll enter into. Um, no one that I've spoken to so far for the podcast has said, you know, when I was a, a little kid, I, you know, strove to be, you know, a researcher and I you know, had all of these questions that I desperately needed to have answered. Um, was that similar to you? Like, what did you sort of grow up thinking you wanted to be or... I still remember being sort of like five years old watching television, and I found the ads the absolute most interesting. They were far more really? interesting than the shows. Yeah, yeah, great. Okay, so I've I've always been an ad junkie, and, <laughs> and that's that's it. Um, it's just you know, uh, I get to to play with the the ads now. I mean, I don't work. Hey guys, it's Zach Ainsbury here with just a couple of quick reminders. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, then make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. There are plenty more interviews to come with some of the world's leading marketing academics and practitioners. You do not want to miss these. In the meantime, if you're looking for another way to connect, then follow me on Twitter at Zach Ainsbury. That is Z-A-C-A-N-E-S-B-U-R-Y for my take on the marketing issues of the day.